Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast is in your life today. Today, August 23rd, the day is here. It's actually been teased to us for quite some time, ever since we saw WandaVision in that first episode, where, you know, they're all coming together, and, you know, they were being all lovey-dovey, and they look upon a calendar, and they saw a little heart. It said, August 23rd. It's been teased for about... Eight months now. Eight months it's been teased that something special was going to happen on August 23rd. And look what happened. Now, I understand everyone has different time differences, so to speak. But we have Spider-Man No Way Home, the teaser trailer. Hot diggity damn. Hot diggity damn. That's, That's the best way that I can describe it. Hot diggity damn. Now... In my mind, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? People have been complaining about this for months. Why haven't we gotten a trailer? It's been four months. Not four months. It's been a while. And we are four months away. Four months! Until we get the epic movie that happens on December 17th, 2021. And then all of a sudden, people are like, wait, why are we not getting a trailer? What the hell is going on? Sony, you need to do something. Marvel, Disney, you need to do something. And then I cut back and I realize, maybe it's best that we don't get a trailer. This is probably one of the most look looking forward to type of movies, the most anticipated movies in all of entertainment since maybe Avengers and Infinity War and Endgame. And you can make a tons of examples. But people were crying. They were pleading for this trailer to take place. And we finally got it. And I have to say... It was good. And I understand I maybe sound like a Debbie Downer where people are like, whoa, whoa, Garcia, where the hell is all that energy? You're hyping yourself up and then you're just dipping right down. I got to be honest. It was good. It was great. It wasn't spectacular. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because of the fact that I kind of knew where things would be heading. Because let's face it, we've been speculating about this for years now good one or two years ever since we saw the ending of Spider-Man Far From Home and then we got the introduction of Stephen, Dr. Stephen Strange going into the movie and we got the introduction of the multiverse being wreaking out of havoc ever since we saw the ending of Loki. But that didn't stop me from enjoying it though. It did not stop me. And I'm going to take a little bit of a detour here. Just a little bit of a detour. Last week, there was no podcast because I was trying to see which days that I can choose so I could be more consistent. So I can be so I can make sure that once I write it down and be like, okay, no matter what podcast today, don't worry about life. Don't worry about voiceover, because let's face it, this is a form of voiceover. Don't worry about anything else. In some point, you got to do the podcast today. And I made up a poll and I asked you guys. I asked you, which days work best for you the most? Because let's face it, 
It's for you. It's for the listeners. It's for the people. It's, it's we, the people. And you chose Tuesdays and Fridays. So that's exactly what I'm doing. Tuesdays and Fridays, I will drop a podcast episode every Tuesday and every Friday. And this is probably a, a gift from the seven deities. We bleed from the seven deities for this trailer to take place on a Tuesday, no less. Now, it's been rumored for a while that it would be taking place this week, but it's on a Tuesday. So I figured, you know what? That's a good sign. Every Tuesday, every Friday, I will drop a podcast episode. Now, let me stop beating around the bush because you know what you came here for. But, but, I can't just give you all of the desserts at once. Considering that there was a lot of news that's been happening, well, sort of. There's been a lot of things that's been going on this past week. We're going to do another top five comic book content of the week. Another one. Just another one, just to organize the least relevant information to the most relevant, because let's face it, the number one, the main event of the evening, sanctioned by the Nevada State Athletic Commission, well, not the Nevada State Athletic Commission, but the Sony Cinematic Sputnik and the MCU, we got Spider-Man No Way Home, the trailer. And then everything that comes in after, or in this case comes in before, let's talk about it. So with that being said, let's get right down to it. But before anything else, you know what that time is. Let's go into our shout outs of the week, shall we? And I want to give a major shout out to a radio show that I actually helped produce called Bernie and Sid in the Morning. And what the show is, is basically, you know, two guys, very, very tanned, very good looking. You know, take your pick, take your pick. And every morning, weekdays from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. that I actually help produce. This is a show that is very controversial, a radio show, very controversial, but it's fun. It's fun. It's very knowledgeable, especially with what's been going on here in New York with, you know, Cuomo and Biden and everything else. Now, you know me. I'm not a political guy. I tend to stay away from politics. But what they talk about is very interesting. And you could either be for them or you could even be against them. And then when you call into the show, when you call into the show, you actually get a hold of me. And I actually help put you through so you can get on the air. So give it a chance. Give it a shot. Bernie and Sid in the morning, every weekday, every day, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Now, if you're not an early bird, this doesn't apply to you. But if you are an early bird and you want something fun, something exciting, something to listen to on the radio, there you go. Bernie and Sid in the morning. And take a chance. Take a chance with getting yesterday. Take a chance. Oh, okay, I'm, we're not delving into Yu-Gi-Oh territory. <laughs> All right. Once again, shout outs, Bernie and Sid in the morning. I help produce the show in terms of phone screening and I control their social media and I'm, as I said, I'm the phone screener, so you get a hold of me. I'll push you through. And if you have something interesting to say or something interesting you want to talk about, you can go right on the air. And there's an interesting segment within the show called Beat Bernie. You, uh, the producer, makes five questions. The host asks you those five questions. And if you win, you get a $100 gift card and a Bernie House coffee mug. <laughs> what, what more do you want? What more do you want, my guy? But you got it. But 
this dude, Bernie, he's undefeated. He's he's the champion for a reason. So if you want to test your knowledge and skills on five random questions, it could be about anything. It could be about history. It could be about current events. It could be about sports. It could be about anything. So if you have that competitive spirit and you want to take Bernie down, by all means, there's your chance. you got to be one of the first few callers and you got to be a first-time caller, first-time player to play the game. And if you don't win for whatever reason, we'll still take care of you. We'll st- I feel like this is a sponsor of the show and I have to say real quick, this is not sponsored. This, this is not sponsored. So once again, Bernie is set in the morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. If you're an early bird, you are welcome. I've spoke long enough, and this has gone way too long. Let's dive into the meat of this podcast episode. Another top five comic book content. Let's rank them down so we can get into our main event. That starts right in a bit. You know, I say top five comic book content, but who are we kidding? In reality, it's actually four. Because the first one that I'm going to talk about, I really don't have much of an opinion on. If we're going to be honest here, number five is the Eternals trailer. I didn't watch it. I did not watch it. So there's really no point for me to talk about it. And I get it. I get it. But let's face it. I don't know anything about the Eternals. I know that this is probably a story that takes place in the past, maybe into the past. And on top of all of that, there's really not been that much marketing about it. I don't know what it is. Like, the Eternals is one of those movies that you can sort of skip, but because it's within the MCU, at least to me it is, at least within the MCU, you have to watch it. That maybe it foretells a Easter egg that happens in the future, or maybe they're going to return at some point in the future for this epic galactic battle, because let's face it, there was rumors that maybe a Secret War storyline will be taking place, so somehow that they can actually return in some way, shape, or form. I understand that, but for me personally, I haven't watched it, I don't know too much about it, so I really can't comment much on it. My boy Tom Aglio, shout out to him by the way, he's been a guest on this before, voice talent, epic voice talent, he's one of the best of the best. He came to me, well, he he didn't come to me, he texted me and he's like, yo dude, are you excited, did you see the trailer? And I'm like, nah bro, nah bro, I don't watch trailers after the first one, and that's just my personal choice because I don't want to be spoiled, which is why when I talk about Spider-Man the trailer later on, That's probably the only thing that I'm going to see. And I have to try my damnest. And maybe Sony knows about this too. Where they don't want to reveal too much. They really, really don't. Even if we have a strong speculation in terms of what is going to happen. They don't want to reveal too much. And that's what I feel when it comes to this. So, number five. From least relevant to most relevant. I'm sorry. The Eternals trailer that happened, what, last Thursday, last Friday? I see, I don't even fucking remember. I don't remember. And I don't care. You know, the movie's gonna come out in November. So, it is what it is. Let me stop talking about it. Number four. 
Captain America 4 has been signed on and is now official. Sam Wilson will be returning as, I really want to say Captain Falcon, and it's not Captain Falcon. It's Captain America, God damn it. It's Captain America. Anthony Mackie will be returning on his role as the new Captain America, as Sam Wilson in the MCU, and... I understand some people would be all high in praise and joy, but the reason why this is my number four spot is because this movie is not going to happen until maybe 2023 or 2024. Let's be honest here. It's going to be a while before we see this movie. It's going to be a while. We're going to see the trailer sometime next year. They're probably going to push it back because of course they're going to do. And it's probably going to focus on something more political, just like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And to me, that's one of the main downsides of the entire show because, let's face it, when we watch certain shows, I understand that there's a theme going on. Every show and every movie, every type of media content has a theme. And it gets you to think. It gets you to react. It, it, it connects you to you in an emotional way. I completely get that. But for me personally, a guy that doesn't really follow too much on politics, well, I have to because of my job. For a guy that doesn't really follow too much on what's going on in politics or even in current events, it's kind of a downer for me. And this is, I'm just talking about me personally. Maybe you can relate to it in some way, shape, or form as well. But, you know, I'm happy that we're going to get Captain America on the big screen, the new Captain America on the big screen. I'm happy for that. And I'm also happy to see that maybe the Winter Soldier is going to return. Maybe they're going to do something with you know, some other character, maybe we get to see, you know, Sharon Carter be the main bad guy, and we're going to see the return of the agent, the U.S. agent, and we're probably going to see the Dark Avengers at some point. It, it's going to be, there's there's so many possibilities in terms of where this is going to go, but for now, there's really no point to even think about it, because the movie is not going to happen anytime soon. So that is why this is my number four spot of the week. Coming at number three, we got Marvel's What If. Last Wednesday, is it Wednesday? Yes, last Wednesday, the second episode happened, and we got the Ravager of T'Challa. What if T'Challa gets picked up by the Ravagers instead of Peter Quill? What happens then? There were a lot of little details that really, really changed. It's a completely different person. Now, I have to admit, I had to stop myself from getting choked up from hearing Chadwick Boseman's voice. And there were reports, interviews that was going on behind the scenes where as a voice actor, and I can relate to this, whenever you are given a, whenever you do a line, you do a scene, a script, whatever, and they say, good job. Usually you move on and you move on to something else. Nine times out of ten you do that. Because you don't want to, in a way, give the casting director or give the producer or whoever is giving you directions. You don't want to give them any more stress. You don't. You, you basically want to keep on your toes. But he, on the other hand, Shadowick Bullsman said, no, 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 I want to do it three more times because I know I can do better. I know I can do better. He was pushing himself to do better. And that is something to respect and admire in so many ways, especially when it comes to voice actors. Now, I understand that many seasoned voice actors have done this too. Probably, there are current voice actors that will probably do that if they have a good relationship with whoever it is that's giving them direction. I completely get that. But 
you can tell from this episode that he really gave it his all in this. At the same time, there were a few things that it was just weird to me. For example, Thanos being a good guy. Thanos being a... Thanos being an ally to T'Challa and to the Ravagers. Now, in the context of the episode, it works. To the context of the episode, it works because this is a different storyline. It's not in the main continuity, but it's in a different storyline. Although, I couldn't help but just feel weird over seeing Thanos being a good guy and then he's facing off against the Black Order, the children of Thanos in our timeline. It was just so weird seeing all of that unravel. It really is. And I think it's because we've been preconditioned to knowing what Thanos is capable of and watching Thanos literally face off against the Avengers and wipe out half of humanity, which, of course, they tease so many times in this episode where he does a snap and he's obsessed with genocide, he's obsessed with death because in the comics he is a person that wants to... He wants to kill everybody because he's so obsessed with death. That was that was his forte. It was just so weird seeing him like that. It really is. So it's little details where I'm like, alright, well, in the context I get it. But it's really hard for me to enjoy it. That's, that's just what it is for me. I do like the fact that you had Nebula calling T'Challa Cha-Cha. You know, because you know there's some kind of romantic tension there. That's That was pretty cool. I also like the fact that T'Challa as Star-Lord is respected and admired and fierce. Well, in contraction to, in contraction, in comparison to Peter Quill's Star-Lord, he's a joke. Nobody takes him seriously. He's pretty much a loser. He's an idiot, according to War Machine. I, I really liked, I really like little details like that that it's instantly switched. I, I really do. Although... The guy that was admiring him, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I felt like he was he was doing a little bit too much. It's just just my thing. Just, I felt like he was doing a little bit too much. I also like the collector and the fact that the collector, what he does, he collects, and the fact that he was using certain items against T'Challa. He was using the the crown from Hela, and he was using the the dagger from the Dark Elf. And you saw when he got his weaponry. And he unveiled it. What you saw. You saw Captain America's vibranium shield. And you got the the, the Mjolnir. I hope I'm saying that right. Mjolnir. Yes. You got Mjolnir. You got all these other stuff that the collector and what he does he collects. And he's fucking big and buff. And he's he's basically Brock Lesnar on fucking steroids. Like, so I did enjoy that. I, I really like that. And... Based on memory, that's pretty much what I enjoyed. Again, the Thanos thing, it, it was just weird to me. But overall, it was a good episode. Wasn't the greatest, but it was good. And for me, it just... When they did the post credit scene and they paid tribute to T'Challa, to Chadwick Boseman, I teared up. I really did. I didn't ball cry like I did last time. But I teared up because I don't think anyone can truly surpass in terms of what he did, you know, and, and that's just fucking hell. I, I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm just going to stop. Anyway, Marvel's What If, that's my number three. 
this Wednesday, which is what tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow we're going to see something with Nick Fury and Black Widow. Maybe Black Widow is the leader of Shield. Who the hell knows? But something's got to give. Something's got to give. Number two, Captain. Number two, Scarlett Johansson versus Disney. The battle rages on, and it's going to go possibly into. Arbitration. Wow, wow, wowie, wow, wow. Huh, there's a plane flying right above me and I can hear it. <laughs> oh man, one of the interesting enemies in terms of voiceover. Ain't that some shit. I'm trying to do a podcast here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to do a podcast. Now, the thing about the arbitration, and for those of you that have no idea what lawyer talk, because I had to research this in order to find out what the hell that means. Arbitration basically means that there's a third party that comes in and hears both stories out and they form an opinion in terms of what to do next. So he acts like a judge without being a judge. And it's hard to say who's going to come out on top on this one because as I said before and I stated that, you know, in circumstances, this is probably going to go into a settlement as of this moment, Scarlett Johansson is completely severed ties with Disney. They fucked her up royally. At least, I, I think they did. Because, let's face it, we really don't know what really went on behind the scenes. And we want to be on Scarlett Johansson's side. Because we can relate to her in some way in terms of a company or a business not paying us what we're worth. I get that. But is there something more of what went on behind the scenes? Like, do we... Do do we only know what's been printed in the articles? Like, in paraphrasing here, they're pretty much they're pretty much saying, "Oh, her case against us has no merit. It has no standing ground whatsoever." And Scarlett Johansson's side wants to use misogyny, and they want to use the terms of, "Oh, you know." She's a powerful woman and she deserves what she's gotten with men and blah, blah, blah. When I hear things like that, I'm just thinking to myself, dude, your client, Scarlett Joe, did nine films with them. Nine films. I think it's nine. I'm sure it's nine. Yes. Nine films. At least I, I'm, if I'm missing one, then I apologize. But it's a lot of films. They did a lot of films and she got paid very, very well. Now, to each their own. You should get paid what you're supposed to get paid. And you should fight for every dollar that you are owed. I completely get that. But if there is something else, which is why if this is going to arbitration, which most likely it will, they're going to hear both sides, and it might go into her favor. And she's probably going to get 10 times, maybe more the amount of what she's been given. And if that's the case, I bet your sweet ass that someone else is going to probably do the same exact thing. Because remember, Emma Stone was near, very, very near to join her in terms of suing Disney for the release of Cruella. And she ended up making a good deal with them for Cruella 2 to come out. I love Emma Stone. I really do. She's attractive. She's awesome. Great actress. Fucking phenomenal at what she does. Love her work. And if this benefits to her in many ways, do it. Fucking do it. Go for it. F again, fight every dollar that you are owed. How this is going to end, 
Who the hell knows? I think it's going to be a settlement, but it, I could be completely wrong. I could be wrong. It's as simple as that. All right, guys. Enough with the chit-chat. Enough with the banter. The main event of the evening is here. Spider-Man, No Way Home, we got our epic fucking trailer. The teaser trailer. Now, let me remind you, it's the teaser trailer. What can I, what can I even say? What can I even say? I, I know where it starts us off. I said a while ago that I felt like it was underwhelming a little bit. When I said that, I don't mean where I wanted something more in terms of, oh, uh, are the rumors of Charlie Cox and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone and, you know, probably Kirsten Dunst and none of that. No, 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 I'm not saying any of that. If those rumors are indeed true, maybe all of them are true, maybe none of them are true. Who the hell knows? What I'm saying is, do you remember the Avengers trailer on how brutally epic, not even brutally, but magnificently epic it was and it was going down into this epic thing where the music and and and, and the shots and you know the the voiceover the back end everything just collided into one and it was building and it was fucking building and it shattered the majority of records in terms of YouTube watching probably in history there could be one that surpassed it but from what I remember I don't think there was anything else that truly, truly has peaked the way the Avengers trailer did. I kind of wanted this trailer to follow the same thing. I kind of did. I, I really, really did. I also realized that there are two storylines that's going to go into this. There's the storyline for Spider-Man, for Peter Parker, where everyone knows who he is. Everyone knows. And then there's a second storyline where the multiverse is going to come into play and it's going to lead into that. I kind of have a problem with that and I kind of don't at the same time and let me explain. The storyline of Peter Parker where he is now revealed to everybody else basically serves as a catalyst and hopefully I'm saying this in the right context. It serves as a catalyst to push the multiverse forward where we can get the Sinister Six coming together. Hopefully the Sinister Six comes together and they face Spider-Man Hopefully the three Spider-Men that are going to come together as well, right? I feel like the storyline for Peter, where everyone knows who he is, should be flushed out a little bit more. Because that is a big fucking deal. That is a fucking big deal. As a Spider-Man fan, as a true Spider-Man fan, we know, I know personally, and we know full well that there's a reason why Peter Parker always had his... Identity a secret because if anyone were to reveal who he is and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man said it best if his enemies found out who he was they would use that against him and there's a reason for that which is why he wears a mask which is why he has to hide himself. And this is basically superhero 101 now of course Tony Stark basically shut all that shit out the window where he's like I am Iron Man. So there is that I get it. You know, to each his own. I get it. But in terms of Batman, in terms of Spider-Man, in terms of most of the DC characters in general, and even a few of the Marvel characters, there's a reason why you keep yourself hidden for so long. And I feel like, from the trailer from what I've seen, I could be completely wrong when the movie hits, I feel like the movie is going to rush right past that concept. 
And I feel like it's only going to happen in the first act alone. And maybe, and maybe, it's just going to be one of those things where, it's just going to be one of those things where, okay, well, now all of a sudden, we have this thing, we know what to expect, and let's just rush right through it. So I kind of have a little bit of a problem with that. Just, Just a little bit, just a little bit. Now, as we saw in the trailer, Peter Parker realizes he needs help. And he goes to Dr. Stephen Strange where he's like, listen, can you make everyone forget that I am Spider-Man? And Dr. Strange is like, oh yeah, of course I can help you. Yeah, but you're going to have to shut the fuck up so I can do the spell. And of course he keeps on talking because he realizes, oh yeah, who knows? Aunt May knows, Mary Jane knows, his best friend Ned knows. You know, mostly those core three. And he fucks it up. And then all of a sudden, the multiverse just goes haywire. And it was a little bit of certain details. And this is what I do. I pay attention to details. Maybe not all the time. But I pay attention to details where the fact that as the multiverse thing was going out of whack and Peter asked, what just happened? There was a brief moment in the background where it was all the, the like uh, purple-ish. It has like a grainy type of a purplish color. Where it was the same background where Kang the Conqueror slash Loki was doing. So maybe in that moment, it coexists with not only Wanda doing her thing with the runes with, you know, I forgot her cat, uh, uh, Agatha. I don't know why that name left the top of my head. Not only does it coexist with what's going on with the events of the two Lokis and Kang the Conqueror, but it also coincides with this. And it just so happens that if you magnify that, maybe with Doctor Strange's powers, everything goes out of haywire. It really does. I also noticed there are little tiny differences where we actually have more confirmation of the Sinister Six. We know the Green Goblin is in it with his bomb. That that was a great... <laughs> that was a great Easter egg. And then you had, you just hear, I'm sure it's William Defoe's laugh. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's William Defoe's laugh. And then you see Alfred Molina returning as Dr. Octopus. Here's another interesting detail. Maybe you might have missed. Maybe you might have missed. At the last shot of the trailer, when Dr. Octopus says, Hello, Peter, the camera is in third-person view. But the camera is showing Alfred Molina. I keep on saying Alfred Molina. It's showing Dr. Octopus like you're talking to him. And then it cuts away. The very next cut is Peter putting on his armored Spider-Man suit. That shot of Peter Parker putting on the suit is from a camera angle where it's pointing slightly down and he's looking up. Which means... In the previous cut, where we're seeing Dr. Octopus saying, Hello, Peter, he's talking to someone. He's talking to Peter. But which Peter? It has to be Tommy Maguire's Peter Parker. It has to be. It fucking has to be. He can't say, Hello, Peter, and he has no idea who the MCU Peter Parker is, but he definitely knows Tommy Maguire Peter Parker. I'm just saying, it's little details like that that you gotta fucking pick up on. And if that is the case, we pretty much have our confirmation right there. And I know I'm jumping around back and forth here, but here's another detail that you probably might have missed. When 
when Peter Parker is handcuffed to the table and he's in the interrogation scene and someone slams down the folders, slams down the files right on, right on his desk, right in front of him. But it didn't show who it was. Now, what does that remind you of in a way? Very parallel, very, very parallel to the Defenders episode where Jessica Jones is also being interrogated and Matthew Murdoch comes in and he says, Jessica Jones, stop talking. She asks, who the hell are you? He goes, my name is Matthew Murdoch. I'm your attorney. Now, what if in this particular scene, in this particular shot, it's Matthew Murdoch that comes to him and says, listen, we have all these files on you. What the hell is going on? Now, maybe Matthew Murdoch is the type of guy that would not do that. And it's not 100% if that is Matthew Murdoch or not. It's not 100%, although I'm speculating, and I'm sure many people are speculating this too. What would have been awesome, 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 awesome fucking Easter egg if he had his cane. If he had his red and white cane that he always rocks around with because obviously he's blind. That would have been fucking awesome. This trailer... I really like that it was a teaser trailer. And it's good that it didn't show too much. And I understand that fans and people were very pissed off on the fact that we've been waiting so long for us to even have this trailer. But you have to understand. Sony and Marvel, I'm actually trusting that they know what the fuck they're doing. Well, let's face it. Sony and Disney. Can't say really Marvel. Sony and Disney, Sony and the MCU, they know what the fuck they're doing. Again, this is one of the most highly anticipated films of the year. And it's already been pushed back a few times as it is. It's going to be probably the biggest film that's going to end 2021. Because when you see the credits, the trailer credits, it says December 17th. It doesn't say coming soon, currently in production, um, up in the air, or we'll see what happens. None of that bullshit. It says December 17th. So, one way or another, we're going to see this movie on December 17th, 2021. They know what the fuck they're doing. And we have to trust. We have to be patient. We have to trust them. We have to fucking trust them. That's all there is to it. Now, in terms of what else that I want to talk about the trailer, as I said, it's a teaser trailer. So there's really nothing much more to talk about. We did hear J. Jonah Jameson's voice. So I would love to see him to make a return. And who knows what's going to happen, whoever in this movie. What rumors are true, what rumors are not. But I will say though, if the three Spider-Men are not together, possibly facing off against the Sinister Six, because we see the yellow lightning, and we did say, or it's been reported to us, that Electro will be played by Jimmy Fox and will be returning, although I don't know if he confirmed it, if it was a rumor or not. He did say that he's going to be in yellow. So there's already that. I think some sand was forming as well. So possibly we're going to get the Sandman too. Possibly. Maybe. Who the hell knows. But there is that. Maybe the Lizard is joining. Maybe Mysterio is joining. Because let's face it. If anyone can fake their death and make his death look like an illusion. I'm sure he's smart enough to anticipate his own death. Maybe that was fake too. And maybe we're going to get into that aspect. At this point, everything is just balls to the wall 
with Spider-Man No Way Home. And we are only four months away from watching this epic movie. You bet your sweet ass I'm going to be one of the first ones to watch this damn thing as soon as it comes out. I don't care if it's Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Well, maybe I do care. Because let's face it, I really hate when people talk or whatever and they like to be disruptive during the movie. That shit is very, very frustrating. It really is. It really is. It's just one of those moments where you're like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. But I will say though, I will say, the week's... Leading into it, I'm going to watch every Spider-Man movie that has came out leading to the weeks ahead of it. So that's damn well what I'm going to do. The first, Sam Raimi films, the two Mark Welp films, the obviously this deals with the multiverse, so I'm definitely going to watch Miles Morales movie. I'm probably even going to replay both of the games. Again, I am so fucking excited to see this movie, and I hope, I hope you are too. And that's all I got to say about that. I went on long enough. It's time for me to keep this to a close. Or put this to a close. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited I can't even talk straight. Ain't that some shit. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again guys, this podcast episode drops Tuesday and Friday. So be aware Friday where I will return. I will be more consistent. I will promise you that. And I'm going to put myself more on the outside. More in terms of video making. I'm not going to do video streaming. Because I've tried that before. I don't like it. It, It's strictly audio. But it is what it is. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Or if you want to be on the podcast in some, some way, shape, or form. You know how to do it. Hit me up. Voice of Garcia on Twitter or Instagram. You can DM me. We can have a conversation. We can have a debate. You and I can go back and forth. Maybe you have some shit to prove me wrong. Maybe I have some shit to prove you wrong. Everyone likes controversy. Sort of. Everyone likes controversy. So, with that being said, it is what it is. It is what it is, my guy. You know how to do it. Hit me up if you want to be a part of this journey. Part of the podcast. You know, and I will know, that that's it's how it's supposed to be done. Now, I've rambled on long enough. Let's go into our supervillain quote of the day, because this is episode 134. And why not? This one is going to come from Dr. Octopus himself. And he says, very, very interestingly enough, where he says, Intelligence is not a privilege, it's a gift, and you use it for the good of mankind. So if that is the case, Peter, when Dr. Strange tells you to shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. You're a smart kid. Just shut the fuck up. That's all I got to say about that. Tune in Friday where I will talk more on Marvel's What If the next episode. Thursday night, I will be on the air again for WVOX. So be on the lookout for that when I make an announcement, make a little poster or something very soon. Who knows what's going to happen between now and then. Maybe more rumors will be confirmed. Maybe we'll get something with Black Widow again. Who the hell knows at this point? All I know is four months can't come fast enough. With that being said, that's all for today. Remember... When it comes to the world of comic book news, games, shows, movies, or whatever the case may be. If you hear about it, and you read about it, I talk about it. Controversial or otherwise. 
Stay safe. Till next time. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out. Web swing! <laughs>